0: Welcome to the Bishop Strickland Hour. My name is Terry Barber with Virgin Most Powerful Radio. I'm honored every week to talk to the bishop about our Catholic faith and about how we can help better help people fall in love with Jesus Christ and his bride, the Church. The title of this show is from a tweet from Pope Benedict XVI that Bishop Strickland sent out. Be not afraid of this world or the future or any of your weakness uh, the Lord has allowed you to live in this moment. It's a quote we're going to get into because fear right now is driving people in a bad way, whether it's fear of, the, uh, of COVID-19 or it's a fear of World War III. Uh, I just want to say that here for this hour, let's put our trust in Jesus Christ and know that uh, you know the worst thing somebody can do, and this is, uh, I know, a strong statement to you, Bishop. The worst thing someone could do is kill me. Okay, that's the worst thing they can do. But they can't. They, I can. I, if I die uh, speaking on our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, that is a feather in my cap at my exit interview. So let's think about it. I'm in my 60s. If that happens from an earthquake or any natural, anything that happens, I figure, hey, I I I got 65 years of life now. I'm blessed. And so if God calls us home, why do I have that attitude? Because I don't want the world, even the church, to try and give me a scare about anything because I know when I'm trusting God, uh, I'm in good shape. And so I want to encourage people to do that very thing. Bishop Strickland, I wanted to start off with uh, a tweet that is kind of the theme, and I have mentioned it a little. You tweeted, you said, wisdom to guide us. Another way of saying, be not afraid. And the quote from Benedict XVI is, be afraid neither of the world nor of the future, nor of your weakness. The Lord has allowed you to live in this moment of history so that by your faith, his name will continue to resound throughout the world. Wow, that's great advice, isn't it?
1: Absolutely. And and the phrase there that I think we all need to Mm -hmm. really focus on deeply, the Lord has allowed you. And Mm. we all need to just let that soak in and realize that Because, you know, I get all caught up in what's going on and maybe the mistakes I've made or, you know, just worrying about things. Yeah. But we need to remember the Lord allows us our next breath. Yes. Our next heartbeat. That's right. The next hours, the next day. The Lord allows this. It's all free gift, just like Job we come into this world with nothing, we go out of this world with nothing, and we are totally dependent on God. I think if the world could just shift to remembering that everything that we have is an allowance from God. Amen. God has allowed us to do this, what we're doing right now, to try to teach his truth and to share the light his son brings to the world. It's all allowed by God. It's God's will that we are operating in, his divine will. We rejoice in that. And I, it was, you know, we've all heard many times, be not afraid. Um, thankfully, John Paul the Great said it very often. Yes. Christ said it in the Gospels. Um, and I think for, for this time, because... You know, as we've talked through the last couple of years, we need to hang on to joy. Amen. I think that I would add be not afraid, be joyful. And recognizing, if we really think about it, um, if we recognize that everything we have is a gift from God, if we distort it in our sinfulness, even that can be. Repaired. It can be his mercy can flow over that. And even our mistakes can help us learn and grow closer to him. So, really, everything can and should be a gift from God. It should be recognized that God is allowing us to live in this time. And believe me, I need to remind myself of that. I get down and I get burdened and I get aggravated. (laughs) And But we need to remember that every breath we take is allowed by God. Let us rejoice to be part of his creation, to be created in the image and likeness of God. And rejoice even more deeply that we know that truth. Many people walking the earth today have no idea of what we know. Mm. that God has created all of us in his image and likeness. Too many people are trying to create the world in their image and likeness, and that's why the world's so messed up. We need to pray for our leaders as this election comes up and and all the, the things going on for the people in business. Absolutely, the people in the church, bishops, priests, and deacons, Pope Francis and all the Cardinals and all the late faithful, all the religious, all of us need to remember the same basic truth that God is allowing this moment. If in God's will, he didn't allow us, we're sunk. And he gives us the freedom to make that choice. It's all a, a tremendous responsibility for us but it needs to be joyful. We need to remember that being children of God, being in this world, being alive is, is a blessing. It's a gift. And we need to remember that and remember how little we really need. <laughs> you know, there are all kinds of predictions. Uh, you know, who knows what's true or what the future is? I don't. But there are all kinds of predictions of these calamities. Maybe it wouldn't be such a bad thing for all of us to be reminded. What do we really need? Yeah, We need the gift of grace and life from God. We don't have that. We're out of here. It's over. Amen. But we do have that. And God calls us to eternal life. We, we need to really just keep focusing on that and remembering, what do we need? We need food to sustain our bodies. Mm-hmm. We need shelter. We need clothing. Beyond that. There's not a whole lot that we can say we need. There's a lot that the world tells us we want, and that's part of what's messed us up as well. I mean, I'm kind of carried away, Terry. Sorry. Oh, but... keep
0: going. I, you know what? I'm saying, <laughs> can I just say one thing, Bishop? What you're telling me, it you made me realize uh, uh, that if God stopped thinking about Bishop Joseph Strickland or Terry Barber, we would cease to exist. And so what you're saying is that's how special we are, and I I really do believe what you just said. You nailed it. People don't realize their own value because of God's uh, will in their life, saying that I want you to get to heaven. I'm actually your biggest cheerleader for you to get to heaven. But I yeah. please continue. But I, I just found that that you know the only what Bishop Sheen said free will. He said the only value in saying yes to God is you have the freedom to say yes. So I say please say yes.
1: Absolutely. And it it really we need to remember and remind each other. Yes. The church's voice is simply not strong today. We just have to acknowledge
0: and, that yeah, a fact.
1: The, the church's voice is not strong. But the voice <laughs> of the truth of Jesus Christ,
0: Amen. the truth
1: is as powerful as it ever was. Amen. What I started to say, because the world tells us over and over again, yeah. you get more money, you get more power, you get more popular, you get more things of the world. <laughs> There's your happiness. It isn't the truth. Amen. And I just saw recently, won't name names, but one of these great sports figures, blessed by God with this tremendous talent Mm -hmm. for sports, which is treated like gods in our culture. Sports are great. And that athletic prowess is a gift from God. Some of the athletes really acknowledge that, but all of them. Whether they acknowledge it or not, it's a gift from God. What I was reading about is this sports figure that is wanting to sell his, you know, 20 something million dollar home. And he's having a hard time selling it. (laughs) Oh, poor baby. Who who needs a 20 million (laughs) dollar home? Nobody. I mean, and these billionaires and millionaires that forget that. And... If we could just be, and so many do, thankfully, they're they're very generous people that give so much away because they've learned that isn't where happiness is. But the world keeps cranking out this false message Mm -hmm. that if you get millions and millions and then billions and billions, and I guess the, you know, the next one wants trillions. I don't know if there's a trillionaire out there or not, but <laughs> they're probably working. Oh, I got to be the first trillionaire. It's that amassing of wealth mm-hmm. you need to remember and not to go to the opposite side. I mean, you know, I really believe, as I tweeted recently, um, communism is not the answer. Socialism is not the answer. Capitalism has flaws, but it the the positive thing about capitalism it leaves people free amen you can be free in a capitalist society to yeah to do stupid stuff and have m- multiple million dollar homes that nobody could need but you can also have the freedom to do great things with that wealth in communist or socialist societies or dictatorships whatever other form of government and economy um if we aren't free as God has made us, then the the power and the ability to operate as children of God is eliminated. That's why we, I mean, we'll probably talk about it later, but all these vax mandates, thankfully, yeah. they're coming down and Amen. people are, the courts are changing their minds. Yes. That needs to happen because mandating things that go contrary to our God-given freedom Is never going to be good.
0: Well said. When we come back, we'll talk about just that. And also, we're going to have a special guest, Father Mark Goring, coming on. Stay with us, family. Welcome back to the Bishop Strickland Hour. My name is Terry Barber with Virgin Most Powerful Radio. We have been talking about uh, the uh, all kinds of different things about our faith, but one of the things that I wanted to bring up, you had a tweet regarding a retired archbishop who I've known for 30 years. He's been a g- good friend of St. Joseph Communications and, and Lighthouse, and uh, it's, his name is Archbishop Chaput, and you thanked him for his comments. He was in um, Arlington Diocese at a Eucharistic symposium October 22nd, And the 78-year-old prelate um, also—and this is very strong language, but I think, in my opinion, it's needed— he accused the second Catholic president in the United States uh, to an apostasy regarding the abortion issue. Now, that word apostasy, I don't hear too often, but the archbishop said that Mr. Biden's apostasy on abortion issue is only the most repugnant example. He's not alone— But in a sane world, his unique public leadership would make or should make public consequences unavoidable. He says, when you freely break communion with the Church of Jesus Christ and her teachings, you can't pretend to be in communion when it's convenient. The Archbishop Chaput said, he said, that's a form of lying. And this is strong language, Bishop Strickland. He said, Mr. Biden is not in communion with the Catholic faith. And then this is a strong statement. He says, any Catholic priest who now provides communion to the president participates in, his, in this hypocrisy. That's another strong language. Bishop, man, uh, give me your thoughts.
1: Well, that's why I thanked the archbishop because really all the bishops of, of the church, mm-hmm. not just the United States, yeah. all the bishops of the church— should say the same thing, because it's one truth. It's one faith, one baptism, Mm -hmm. one Jesus Christ. Amen. It's not like, well, it's true over here, it's not true over there. It's true in France, but it's not true in (laughs) Ireland. It's universal. Amen. The church needs to speak. The church is weak and not speaking up enough, but people are fed up. And Mr. Biden, we need to pray for him, absolutely because he's uh, apostasy. Yes, it's a strong word, but he's using very strong words and threatening to codify. That's a strong word. Amen. Codify the murder of unborn children in this nation, making it even worse than Roe v. Wade, which was a Supreme Court decision, but it didn't establish it as the codified law of the land. And this man needs to wake up to the truth, and there, I mean, we could go, I could go into a rant about many other things he's done, but just focusing on that, his vehement, adamant threat to the unborn, that he's insisting that the right to murder the unborn child needs to be Instilled in the law of our land, that I mean, you know, we were talking earlier about calamities and stuff. Talk about the wrath of God. Amen. Um, we as a nation, we're skating on thin ice already with with the way we've tolerated the murder of unborn children. But for it to be codified as the law of the land, that abortion up until the moment of birth, and frankly. As people have said, what difference is it? I mean, if you're going to murder the child and it's a minute before birth or a minute after, it's murder of a child. Yeah. You you can't get around it. You can't fake it out. You can't say it's a clump of cells. And what,
0: again, I get steamed up. I don't mind. Keep it up because we need you to view this. You're but, motivating us.
1: For people in the church, yes. high-ranking people in the church now saying, Oh well, uh, right to right to choose or freedom of choice. Yeah. Oh, they're they're speaking that language. Yeah. They're caving. They're caving on the teaching of the church, which is from conception to natural death. That person that is unborn is sacred from conception, and the putting out these this message that oh well, if they can't feel anything, as somebody said, you know so. I guess a person that maybe's been paralyzed or has lost all sense of feel, I guess that means it means there it's okay to kill them. Nope. The reality is there's no logic to it, there's no reason to it, there's no truth to it. It's just we want to be able to do this and so we're going to say we can. And that is not of God, that is of the devil and they're i mean it's so tragic that people even within the church yeah. are are saying that i mean i recently saw so called i mean it's a mockery but they had an image of our lady on a card for Catholics for choice huh. Catholics for the choice to murder the unborn child and they're co-opting an image of our lady to to propagate this false message it's just we need to get not attacking, not giving in to the evil, but we need to be strong and clear. The voice of the church needs to, basically, I, I would love to have what, exactly what, Arch, what Archbishop Chaput said, Yeah, I would love to see the church from the Vatican say, every bishop needs to sign off on this, and we send it around the world, every single bishop signs off on it. There are too many things that people want. Oh, they want all the bishops to sign off on this or that. We need to all sign that. I I don't want to hold my breath because frankly, there are too many bishops that don't believe. There are too many bishops that are, are saying, oh, Archbishop Pew, you're all wrong. And of course, you know, I'm sure they would pull out, Well, he's retired, so we don't listen to him. And that that's a fallacy because... Yes, he's, he's retired from the responsibility of being an ordinary over a diocese, which is a, a tremendous responsibility to retire from. But from the spiritual leadership, nobody retires from spiritual leadership. I mean, if you're a believer and you got breath and there's something that needs to be said, he's got the authority to say it and he's taking the responsibility and I applaud him for it. But every bishop in the world should sign off on exactly what he said. Um, and the bishops of the United States as a body should lead that. It's not going to happen because there are too many bishops that don't believe Biden's wrong on anything he's wow. done. Yeah. And that's a broken place for us to be. But that we just have to acknowledge the reality. There are too many bishops in the Vatican. There are too many bishops around the world. There are too many bishops in this country that are on Joe Biden's side. And that's not what the church teaches. Amen. We're not going to change the truth. I mean they say, oh, we need to change the truth. We need to update. This is antiquated. Yeah, the truth is as ancient as all creation. It it predates the creation of the universe because the Lord of truth, God, is what brought is who brought it all into existence. It you know, as you can tell, I get a little uh, steamed sure? up. But we need to, we need to speak up and say no to the fallacy, into the evil that's going on in the church, in the world, and in our nation. I want to be counted <laughs> as one who said no when the day of reckoning comes, and there will be a day of reckoning. I mean, just in today's gospel, Christ. Is, is talking, and as he frequently does, and he says there'll be wailing and grinding of teeth mm. for the people who don't go through the narrow gate that he's speaking about. I want to be counted as one saying, Lord, I did my best to stand for your truth, the truth that you died for, and we better all gain our voices and speak up, and I applaud Archbishop Chaput for doing exactly that.
0: Well said. I will also add to that letter that goes around something you tweeted last week from Pope Pius X. He said this, How I tremble to think that souls can be punished for all eternity on the account of negligence of their pastor, that innocent people can be led from the path of truth because the words of the inspired text, that's the Bible, were never preached to them, and that the spirit of the world and of our time especially— should pour into ill-instructed minds for want of a firm hand to check its tide. I have a sacred duty to defend the truth openly, for God will ask me to render an account for all those souls who have strayed into the way of perdition. Now, this is a Holy Father, Pope St. Pius Tenth who said this back at the turn of the century. <clears throat> but I think it applies to not just bishops and popes, but to me as a father. Yes, I have a responsibility, smaller, you know, the, the the domestic church. Okay, you know, I'm the father. I can't allow certain things that are against the gospel in my home. And if I allow them, I'm <clears throat> culpable before my judgment seat. I call it my exit interview. But Bishop Strickland, this is really an appropriate time. When we come back, I'd like to play something from a tweet you said uh, about uh, Father Mark Goring, you said that he speaks very clear and unambiguous and truth. And uh, I think he's saying things that need to be said, but uh, he, he, it's hard to have the courage to say what Father said uh, because of the consequences, because people, you know, I know that most priests, and this is my line, most priests, Monsignor, Her- Monsignor William Smith told me this, want to be liked. It's just a natural thing. We want to be liked. But sometimes when you speak the truth of the gospel that's going against a worldly view and that worldly view is inside the church, when you speak those perennial teachings of the church, not only from the world's going to not like it, but even people inside the church who should know better are going to persecute you as a bishop, as a layman, as a priest. And what I mean by persecution is say, oh no, you guys are all wet. Come on, you need to update your card files that we've got a new... Uh, understanding of these issues of morality and you know you're saying no what is these are eternal truths of the gospel and I will not compromise and that's going to be painful for many priests and lay people but Father Mark Goring is going to come back and come and join us in this show for a one-minute YouTube video and I would encourage people to go to his video his YouTube channel Father Mark Goring it's G-O-R-I-N-G he's a religious priest a young guy and he's fired up. He's been on our show many times here at the Terry and Jesse Show. But I would love for you to listen to this. You won't want to miss it when we come back. Also, I want to recommend again and again to help uh, the Diocese of Tyler, Texas, that they have resources for you on their website. And um, it's an institute. Bishop, can you tell us a little bit about it?
1: Yeah, thanks, Terry. The the St. Philip Institute. St. Philip with one L. Um, great resources of sharing the truth of the gospel and helping people that are searching or people that want to go deeper. Um, there are some great resources. A great book for those who mm. may just say, "I want to understand this Catholic Church more." That aren't part <laughs> of the church. There's a great book that they can get online at the
0: institute. Awesome. When we come back, Father Mark Goring's is going to share. A little video with us here on the Bishop Strickland Hour. Stay with us, family. We'll be going to come right back after a quick break. Welcome back to the Bishop Strickland Hour. We have a friend of the show, Father Mark Goring, coming on. He's got a YouTube. Channel. I would encourage you to check his YouTube channel out on a regular basis. He always has good material. So, Mr. Engineer, can we play this quote that Bishop Strickland actually uh, said that it was a good thing for people to hear?
2: Praise be Jesus Christ. I want to join my voice to the voices of the many Catholics who have been scandalized and angered over the appointment of Mariana Masukato to the Pontifical Academy for Life. Mariana is aggressively pro-abortion. She's an atheist who promotes the bashing of Christianity and especially pro-life Christians. To appoint this person to the Pontifical Academy for Life is absurd. From the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 7, our Lord Jesus says, Every good tree bears good fruit, and a rotten tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a rotten tree bear good fruit. Viva Christore!
0: Wow, Father Mark, why don't you really tell me what you think. (laughs) I am so impressed that he would come out and say that with charity and also back it with Scripture. I think that was important, a part of his little 1 minute video. Um Bishop Strickland uh I don't you get inspired by people who just you know call things for what they are. cuz he inspired me as a layman.
1: Absolutely. That's why I'm I shared that brief video because yeah. he says it succinctly and powerfully and it needs to be said. Yeah. I mean, it is absurd. The pontifical council for life has someone who is promoting the abortion of unborn children and is atheist? It's it, really Terry. I think we just, as as Father Mark said so well, it's absurd. Yeah, it's contradictory. Yeah, it's like think of some other totally outside of the realm of religion or faith or or anything that we're talking about. The most important things but if it's, if it's someone who is bringing a message totally contrary to what your organization is about, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and I, I think the argument was is even some challenged and said, why was this person appointed? And they said, oh, well, we need to li- listen to all voices. No, no that's don't. absurd. Nope. Yes, you're aware of people that don't believe in God, and you're aware of the vehement promoters of the murder of unborn children and abortion, to, but to bring them onto your council, what's the purpose of that? I mean, it it just doesn't make sense. It's like bringing someone who is totally contrary to what you're promoting and saying, oh, well, we want them to be part of... It, it's just absurd. It really is. And it I think it's a way... Shortly after that, we see someone on that council saying that, oh, well, well maybe it's just, you know, freedom of choice. And maybe it's just, you know, um, abortion's okay until the baby can feel. We were already talking about it's absurd. It's simply not the truth. And for the pontifical council on life to be Welcoming these people and then promoting false messages, it's just a very broken place to be. And people need to speak up. We all need to say, no, this isn't. I mean, the the Pontifical Council on Life doesn't need to exist if it's not going to promote life from conception to natural death. That's what it's there for. And having people there that are contrary messages, and then, I mean... You know, they say, oh, well, we need to listen to all voices. Listening to those voices obviously convinced this one member of the council that, well, you know, if, if the baby can't feel, I guess we can kill him. I mean, it, it's just not logical, much less false and evil.
0: Well, I agree. Amen to that. And But, you know, unfortunately, we've got lots of appointments Um, going on in the church that you scratch your head and you say, why is this person getting an award when they're atheist or they're promoting uh, same-sex marriage or for for homosexuality? It seems to me that uh, this is going on far too often. I'll give you one more example. Uh, Georgetown Medical School disregards church teaching and promotes uh, puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones for children. And uh, the fact that this is happening in a Catholic school Speaks just on how deep, and I'm going to use demonic influences, have embedded themselves into our culture. Because that comes from the devil. Whenever you see this going on, uh, it, it needs to be, people need to speak up. And I, I just want to give kudos to LifeSite News and other groups that are exposing this so that we all can say, Wait a minute, I'm an alma mater, my, Georgetown, my, I went there 25 years ago or whenever. Uh, write them a letter. Let them know that, you know, this isn't good, uh, good and we're not going to support the school for doing things like that. And then there's another one that went on, uh, Bishop Strickland. And, you know, I, we call it for what it is. Catholic University promoting transgender ideology hosts a drag queen showing fe- uh, f- featuring employee. This is a Jesuit run, St. Louis University. Um, and unfortunately, uh, they're promoting things that are totally opposed to the gospel and and again, what do we do as lay people? We can speak up and say, "Hey, knock it off! This is not right." Go to the leadership of the bishops and uh, who are in charge, or the president of the school. We need to speak up because this is actually undermining the, uh, the the faith of these young people who are going to school. And one more thing, Bishop Strickland, I'll let you have your say. Even the administration, we're, this is right in line with President Biden. We spent. Are you ready for this? $30,000, which is not a lot of money, of our tax money to go down to South America and promote drag queens. That was promoted by our government. See, now, I can un- understand the government doing it, Bishop Strickland, but when the church is doing it inside the you know Catholic schools, then I say to myself, who's influencing who? Is the world influencing the church more than the church influencing the world? I would have to say yes. But, Bishop, you've seen these things, and you usually just speak out and say, here's the truth about what's going on here. And I appreciate you doing that because we need more bishops to call these people out for love, first of all, for their salvation of their own soul and for the souls of all those young people that are being misled. Do you agree with that?
1: Absolutely, and it takes me back to that quote from Pius the 10th, yeah, yeah. because for shepherds and pastors yeah. to be promoting these evils, it just multiplies the evil, yeah. because the innocent sheep that, I mean, nobody really should be that innocent that they aren't, especially parents. It's part of its on the parents as well, that yeah. are allowing these kind of things, but for the pastors to be promoting evil, I mean, that is, talk about gnashing of teeth. I mean, it is, you know, talk about the road to perdition. Um, Pastors need to wake up, and as people need to wake up. I just saw a video, you know, you see things online with this drag queen dancing. Oh, my God. And thankfully, the person was protesting it, basically, but said, where... Where is the accountability of the d- adults allowing this to happen? And mothers and fathers that are allowing yeah. little children, and what this video was, was this stupid drag queen dancing, losing half of their clothes. Yeah. I don't know if they're male, who knows, male or female. But anyway, obs- truly obscene. Yes. And this little boy... Is in the you know, it's like they're having a party and he's right there, and the the look on his face was priceless mm-hmm. because he was probably four or five years old. Yeah. But you could see the horror, the natural horror on his face at seeing what was being thrown wow. in his face Failed by him. these idiots, yeah. adults that yes. that could care less and want to just push this evil agenda that is harmful. To people now and threatens their everlasting life. It is just, it's a, these atrocities just keep multiplying and people need to speak up more and more. Thankfully, people are beginning to, but it needs to be a resounding voice of no. I mean, just recently, President Biden says, oh, well, he's not going to interfere with, you know, these, these hormone blockers, oh, yeah, and all this kind of agenda that's going on in yeah. society. And it's like, oh, well, I'm not going to oppose that. I mean, and it, it's just, it, we've lost our moral sense. Yeah, big, we've lost our mind. Yes, And it, it is quickly destroying the individual, the family, the fabric of society. I mean, people need to start connecting the dots. All the violence going on, a border that is it is threatening the nation yeah all of this is connected sure it is it's all not ignoring the basic value of the human person and the value of life and when you go down that road anything goes and sadly that's what we're seeing well yeah who who knows what's next
0: yeah you're right but threatens humanism and all this oh my god just crazy but one thing I will say, Bishop Strickland, you constantly take the scriptures with these tweets to answer problems with solutions, a biblical solution. One of the tweets you just is a very appropriate for what you just said, that it's Hebrews chapter 13, verse nine. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. Do not be carried away by all kinds of strange teaching. The ones you just talked about. May, I'm sorry, I get a little excited. I should calm down here. May the immaculate virgin mary pray for her son's bride in the church to remain faithful and strong in these troubled times. You just describe describe some troubled times, but you see you're giving the answer.
1: We we need the immaculate virgin mary for sure. Amen. And her son.
0: Yep, yep. And that's what we do here. I when we come back I want to tweet some or talk about your tweet with Cardinal Joseph Zen. Uh, a wonderful cardinal who's been on uh, Virgin Most Powerful Radio many times. And we'll give you an update on what's happening with him and his trial. And again, you know, when Our Lady said at Fatima, souls are going to hell because no one is there to pray and make sacrifices. But we're talking about some serious problems in the culture. Are we making sacrifices? Are we praying for the conversion of, you know, Pelosi, Biden, other people who are off the rack? I hope so. Stay with us, family. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Bishop Strickland Hour, Carrie Barber with Virgin Most Powerful Radio. And we're gonna be talking about a good Cardinal Joseph Zen. But before I do that, the last segment I like to really give people uh, really inspiration. Well Cardinal Zen's an inspirational cardinal, but another archbishop spoke out regarding the Biden administration and Bishop Strickland, you said that a boy, you know, I not mean, say it that way, but you know, said good, you know, you complimented Bishop Laurie. He said this, that uh, Mr. Biden is gravely wrong for his vowing to legalize abortion at the federal level. And he said he's pursuing abortion through all nine months of pregnancy. Now, uh, you just said in your tweet, I'm glad that he came out and spoke on this uh, because we need more bishops to do just that. And talking about loyal bishops and, you know. You just said well let's Bishop Laurie is in charge of the pro life for your bishops conference is he still there doing that? I think so. Yeah. So so it was appropriate for him to speak up for the unborn. Very much so. But Bishop Strickland, Cardinal Joseph Zen, who is a Chinese um, archbishop cardinal and he's 90 years old, he's been a defender of the faith. He's been against the the uh, agreement the Vatican-China deal that was just renewed, and he he explained why it wasn't a good thing from coming from China, and um, it seems now uh, he had an opportunity to leave China uh, to uh, get away from the communists, controlled Hong Kong, but because he stayed, they arrested him uh, because of his uh, well, because of his Catholic faith. I'll just say that. And you tweeted, let's pray for Cardinal Zen and the church. Um, is he an inspiration to you as a bishop when you see a cardinal standing up to a communist, atheistic government?
1: He is. Yeah. Um, and I think what we have to recognize is that, sadly, we may not be that far from what Cardinal Zen is facing. Two. If we don't wake up and we don't speak up now, I mean, we still... Have a voice. I mean, it can get distorted very easily yeah. in today's culture, but we need to. And I try to tell people this all the time um, that we can't take, I mean, we were talking earlier about Eucharistic revival. Yes. Which is absolutely essential, but we cannot take for granted that we have the freedom to gather daily yeah. and for vast numbers of people every Sunday to celebrate Mass and to celebrate the Eucharist. We can't take that for granted True. because that's what Cardinal Zen is fighting for, yes. is the, the freedom to celebrate truly the Catholic Mass and to operate with free conscience and live your Catholic faith without interference from the state. And that's what, I mean, I don't, never been to China. I am, can't claim to know a lot about it, but I know that that's what, Cardinal Zen does know a lot about it, and he knows that people aren't free to live their faith, to live their conscience, to truly teach the message of Jesus Christ, and that's what he is standing for, and that's why we need to pray for him, and I and pray for the church because the church isn't supporting him the way we should.
0: Well, that's just a fact, as a matter of fact, to be honest with you, I've I've mentioned this on my show that when he went to the Vatican to share his insights on this issue about the China deal, uh, he was not able to visit with the Holy Father. And it was tragic for me because he was, was such a great resource in regards to China. But just bringing up the China deal, because, like I said, Cardinal Zen didn't like it. Um, and I, this was in the National Catholic Register. And um, I happen to disagree with another Cardinal, but that's okay. Cardinal Tagelli. He's a Filipino cardinal. He defends yeah. the Vatican's China deal. And um, I, I read the article, and I, I think that we can agree to disagree. He's a cardinal. But I've got another cardinal from China who says, hey, it wasn't a good deal. And I've talked to people in China who said that the persecution is only going up. As a matter of fact, are you ready for this? If you're 18 years or older or younger, they don't even allow you to go into a Catholic church.
1: Yeah, that's what I understand. Yeah. And so, like I said, I'm, I, I'm not, I don't claim to be well versed in the situation in China, but Cardinal Zen is speaking for the freedom to live the true Catholic faith in light of Jesus Christ, and that's why we need to pray for him. Like you said, why is he on trial? Because he's a true Catholic. Yes. And they don't want true Catholics. They want some sort of a you know, half-baked Catholic church that they can tr- control. Yes. And if that control begins to tread on individual or institutional ability to proclaim the message of Jesus Christ, um, then we all have to speak up. And that's what Cardinal Zen is doing as far as I can understand.
0: Yes, very well said. Bishop Strickland, I don't think I brought this up, but it's a really good point. Uh, maybe we did. I just forgot. it <clears throat> getting old. But... Uh, this was the New York Supreme Court reinstates all employees fired for being unvaccinated, and the court orders back pay. So, Bishop Strickland, let me just set the stage. These people two years ago were, were being forced to keep their job. They needed to uh, compromise their Catholic faith. They felt, like I do, I, would, I don't want an experimental drug that was derived from aborted babies. So they held the line, and for two years— they didn't have their job. A matter of fact, they might have even lost their house. They could have lost their cars. Who, who's going to make their payments if they're not working? So they made the ultimate, not the ultimate, but a serious sacrifice to stay, make a stand in morality. And uh, I just wanted to get your take, uh, um, you because know, I know what your thoughts are, but aren't you impressed that lay people would say, no, I'm not going to take it, I'm willing to lose my job over it? Because I was impressed.
1: Yeah, it is impressive. I mean, it's a heroic stance Mm -hmm. that we all need to be strong enough to take that. No, I'm not gonna compromise my values. And, you know, like you said, I mean, we could call it a white martyrdom. They haven't died, but they've lost significant things that the world says is the the greatest treasure of all. But thankfully, these people were uh, faithful enough to know there's a greater treasure than their job or their position or anything that the world can offer. And that's what we all, we need to remember these people stood for the importance of the faith and their relationship with God. And that's what my stance with these mandates has been all the way through. Thankfully, the courts are beginning to make those decisions and more and more we're seeing the, the, uh, promoting of these mandates was always wrong and because of the principle that again if we're not free to make our conscience choices i mean people could say you're crazy but if you take away that freedom yes then you know then we're lost and the mandates were treading on the freedom of the individual that comes from God. I mean, that's one of the great things about this nation is a recognition that freedom isn't granted by the state or by some monarch or some dictator or some system. Our freedom ultimately is granted by God. And that's what is incumbent on the state to respect. And when the state quits respecting that freedom or the church quits respecting that freedom, then we're in deep trouble. And yeah. I'm very glad to hear that there's more and more pushback against these mandates. And it it serves those companies right that they are court ordered to pay back those past wages yeah. as well as reinstating the jobs. I mean, that's what should happen.
0: I want to leave in the last a couple of minutes about the midterms that are coming Our bishop here, Archbishop Gomez, the Bishop of Orange, they're putting uh, banners outside Catholic churches like we have, uh, telling people don't vote for Prop 1, which is uh, basically in California trying to uh, make it legal so that we'll pay for abortions from anybody in the country. We'll we'll fly you out here, put you in a hotel, and kill your baby. So I'm just impressed that the Catholic Church is speaking up here in California. And I just want to ask Bishop Strickland, the midterms are coming up, we have a we have a Catholic mindset to vote properly, because if we vote with a Catholic mindset, the administration that's trying to kill unborn babies could be uh, disabled if we vote with a Catholic mindset and get rid of these pro-abortion politicians and replace them with pro-life politicians. Now, I know we're not getting into politics. All I'm saying is, you agree, vote with your Catholic um Mindset with your morals, and let's turn this around. Do you agree with that?
1: Absolutely. I mean, we encourage people to vote because it's a freedom that we need to treasure. But for us as Catholics, we need to vote <coughs> with a well-formed conscience Amen. and to really look at the values of that are being promoted by these different candidates.
0: <coughs> yeah, I can't agree more with you. Bishop Strickland, because this midterm is important uh, with the Congress and the House, and um, let's um, you know again pray for the conversion of these people who are in politics, who are I use the word hell bent on killing unborn babies. Let I'd pray. Much rather pray for their
1: conversion after they're out of office.
0: Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. I want them. I want them out. But the only way we're going to get them out is good people of goodwill say, you know what, they. I'm not going to vote for entitlements for me over the killing of innocent life. If this administration wants to give me free money, I'm going to tell them to keep it. Let's stop the killing of our unborn babies. That's what I'm going to say. Bishop Strickland, how about um, a final blessing for our audience, please? The
1: Lord be with you. And
0: with thy spirit.
1: Almighty God, we ask your blessing for Terry Barber and all the crew there (laughs) at the radio station that they may be guided in your light and grace and uplifted in the joy of living in the way of your Son, Jesus Christ. May all who listen be inspired to be more joyful and stronger in the faith than ever, and to trust that the truth truly does set us free. We ask this blessing in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
0: And for those of you who are brand new to the show, we have a... On podcasts at vmpr.org. That's virginmostpowerfulradio.org. You can pick that up anytime going on our website. All the past shows, you can get shows from the Terry and Jesse show, from Jesus 911. They're all there for you to access. And I want to thank you, our listeners, who have been supporting us through these difficult times in the church, because we're having to speak very boldly about the perennial teachings of the church. And I thank you for supporting us in that because many people don't want to say this because we're going to offend certain people. The only one I don't want to offend is my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I thank you for allowing us to speak the truth in charity here at VMPR. And again, check us out by going on our website. There's lots of resources there, vmpr.org. And I want to say that Our Lady of Fatima said it well. Souls are going to hell because no one is there to pray and make sacrifices. Let's join that team. May God richly bless you and your family.